This episode is dedicated to Brian Fraser. From socially distant studios across the National Capital Region, welcome to Season 9, Episode 6 of the Sense Call-Ups for Friday, March 5th, 2021. I'm Cardinal, Pan and Canucker here as well. The Senators are getting coaches fired, playing better, and still showing growing pains. In short, the rebuild's ongoing and we're creating entertainment for teams all over the league. Boys, 17 years ago today, 427 penalty minutes against Philadelphia. That's oh, 17. that was a great game. The line That's ball? 17 years ago. <laughs> that was 17 years ago? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and for all our American listeners, 17 years, there's 12 months in a year. So that means <laughs> you do the math. Why isn't it base 10? <laughs> <laughs> we have quite a bit to talk about. How Things many have Fortnites been... are those? Yeah. <laughs> well, the Fortnite's two weeks. So 26, 26 times 17. Times there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost a score. <laughs> We got lots to talk about. Quick housekeeping and we'll get going. Uh, email is podcast at sensecallups.com. Forums, uh, including game threads, which are ongoing, and bingo, which is gaining uh, gaining popularity and we're having more people uh, showing up. It's been fun. Nice. Um, email was in, or sorry, the bingo games are in the forums at sensecallups.com. And our waiver wire, sponsored by Nettophone Canada, is 1-844-SCUSENS. It's already late. <laughs> So let's go. Game on! Didn't even ask how we we're doing because he doesn't. He doesn't even want to know. No time. No time. No time. No time. All right, here we go. Flames at Sens, 6-3 lost, Murray in. Um, so Josh Brown and Willannon apparently have been a healthy scratch in the last seven games. So Josh Brown, I understand, because he's not an NHL player. Uh, no, you know what? I was on the wrong side of the page. Let's try that again. <laughs> Reload. Reload. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably what DJ Smith's problem is some nights. Okay, so let's try that again. Habsat sends 3-2 overtime win. Matt Murray Ooh. in, Shabbat out, Coburn came in for him. That was the uh, game to stick around for. Yeah, well, Lannon and Josh Brown out. So, again, so they, like I think they missed every single one of these games. I just find that interesting. Excuse me. So that was the game where 
you watch it. Uh, Ottawa fights their way back into it, but Montreal takes the lead late in the third. And uh, or, or sorry, yeah, it was like really late. I think they scored with like three seconds left. Yes. So you're like, man. But then they go to review and call Gallagher for goalie interference. Yep. What a sh- what a shock that was. Yep. <laughs> <coughs> And then go to overtime. And even re-looking at it, it's like, well, I guess. <laughs> just... Reputation call. Yep, that's exactly it. That's I, exactly I have no problem I with said. it. I, I know it was like, you, know, you look at He's... it and they do it. They slow it down. It's like, okay, that's like a few seconds afterwards. It's like, you watch that live. Like, you, you spun him around. You say, well, like, you spin yeah, someone Murray's, around. Murray continued to spin himself around. Well, it is ice. No, but he only he only turned like thirty to forty to forty five degrees, and so he decided to just push off, I guess, with his dominant foot, and spun all the way around, and then got up. So you're saying when that's not what you're supposed to do, (laughs) you just pop up. But anyway, I'm not going to defend defend it because it was hilarious. (laughs) And a friggin' shootout win. Oh, what? Yeah, what? What a game this was. Is this what? No, that's that's the next game. I was going to say, this wasn't a, oh, a shootout win. Shootout, yeah, no. This, oh, this is, is uh, the overtime? Brady in overtime. Brady in, so okay. Matt Murray in, Shabbat out, Coburn in. Um, just Ottawa goals, because who cares about anything else? Bathurst in from Doob. is Doob. Doob. Zoob. Doob. Zoob. Norris from Zaitsev and Kachuk. Brady from Batherson in Brandstrom. So, yeah, so Brady in overtime. And that's just a fun. Just a funny game. I thought it was Dandov that scored in overtime. No, that was a different game. Oh, okay. That was uh, up earlier, I think. Well, yeah. Who knows? It's free. Next game, Habs at Sens, 5-4 shootout win. Murray in, scratches Brown and Willan in again. Batherson from Stepan and Zub. Um, Brady from Batherson and Stutzel. Stutzla. Stutzla. Bransom's first from White and Brown. Uh, Brady from Norris and Shabbat. Um, and then in this one, uh, shootout in the shootout, Stutzla and Norris score. So, so in this, this game was... also, this is one where Derek Stepan gets hurt. Oh no! <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Oh no! <laughs> Two wins that's, in a row against really... Montreal. How does Montreal react? <laughs> Claude Julien, you're fired. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. <laughs> Thickos. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's true. <laughs> Need that Kool-Aid guy clip next time going, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so next game, Flames at Sens with a 6-1 win. Matt Murray in again. Uh, Batherson from Stutzel and Anisimov. Good Branson's first as a, only, well, let's be honest, only as a senator from Tierney. Uh, Brown unassisted, finally. Branson unassisted, so he's got two goals now in two games. Uh, white from Paul and Shabbat, and then white again from Shabbat. So I think it was even like the last game. It's like Bransom had one turnover, and so he got benched, even though he scored in that game. Yeah, hold that thought. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that game. Next. So Flames wait a second. Had- you, 
just to clarify, um, uh, he, he made it, Brandstrom made a mistake. So to teach him a lesson, the coach made him sit on the bench a little longer, right? Yeah, to, like for the know, rest of the game. Look, you made a mistake. You, you got to pay your dues to sit on the bench. Yeah. Okay. Instead of trying to help the team continue. Got it. To win. Got it. Even though you scored in the game. Um, next game, Flames at Sens, 6-3 loss. Murray in, goals Batherson, which seems to be a name that we're seeing a lot, from Shabbat and Stutzlap. Um White from Paul, and Brady from Batherson and Shabbat. That's that game. Don't really remember much of that one. And you're starting to I think, think we're man, getting this, killed, this and then like, we get a couple goals late. Yeah, yeah, the last two, it was 6-1 at one yeah. point. So what I do like about this is that like, the, the team isn't completely shutting down. And no. we're winning games. Well, some. Some. Two. One, not three. Three out of seven. Yeah. Progress. <laughs> Slow progress. Uh, next game, Flames at Sens with a 5-1 win. Murray in. Ugh. Again. Uh, what are my notes here? Anisimov from Stutzla. So, trade him. Anisimov, that is, not Stutzla. Batherson from <laughs> Norris. And Thank you for the clarification on that. Yeah. Batherson again, unassisted. White unassisted. Dadanov from Shabbat and Zaitsev. So... <laughs> These are a lot of the names that we're seeing. Now, Canuck, I think this is probably the game that you want to talk about. Sends at Habs, 3-1 loss. Joy Decord's first start. Um, in regards to the Ottawa goals, Zub from Batherson and Riley. So in this game, just after it, Batherson's goal streak ends at six, tying the franchise, which the last time that we saw this was Alfie and Spezza doing it in 2007. It's amazing. And Havlet apparently did it in 2006. She tells you how freaking great the team was at that point. Right? Yeah. Like, just incredible. Um, White also had a three-goal uh, game streak. And that ends at three. And you want to talk about Erica Branson and Canuck? I know you do. Well, I've been trying to suppress my memory of this, but if I recall, <laughs> they got – it was one nothing Senators? Yep. They kind of got they kind of got stuck out uh, with a, a long shift. Good Branson was one of the defensemen, hemmed in their own zone for way too long, and uh, took a penalty. No, he he was one stride from icing the puck. Oh, that's right. So way too long, didn't get it out, and, and he was one stride from clearing it, and it was called icing. So they go back down there in zone. Uh, he has to stay on the ice, right? Correct. So. He, and because of icing. And then what? He proceeds to take a penalty? No. Bransom, Bransom takes a penalty. Bransom takes a penalty. So who does the coach put out back on the power play kill? Uh, on the penalty kill? Gabranson. Who's tired. Rest. Yeah. Without rest. Because, you know, <coughs> he made a mistake. You got to put him back out there so you can correct the mistake, right? That's what you do. That's right. Yeah. And he proceeds. The goal gets scored because... <laughs> And not only does a goal get scored, Gabranson takes a penalty double after minor. the goal. Double minor. Double minor. So not only do they tie the game, they go ahead. So it was two goals and quickly, all because of one player. And that was, well, 
Can't blame Branson when he's tired and he's doing that. I blame, blame the, the person for putting him back out there. That's right. That's 100% right. Yeah. So that's that game. Um, Is it over yet? One oh, more. It's not over yet. So okay. sends at Flames, 7-3 loss. Down in Flames. So, yeah. Matt Murray in again. He was terrible. I, oh. He should have gotten pulled. Because remember it could way just back tell right when away. we went to Anaheim? Yeah, you could. It's like his timing's off or whatever it is. He was just off. Remember when we went to Anaheim and Paul McLean pulled Craig Anderson after one shot and one goal? Vaguely. And then Leonard came in? and then, Well, we were upset about it. So yeah. one early goal goes in, doesn't look great. Second goal goes in, no time early still. It's like two down to nothing after three, four minutes. No timeout, no goalie pull. Bless okay you. there, Colonel. <laughs> um so yeah. <clears throat> so no timeout, no goalie pull. Um no no direction. No direction in this game, in my opinion. Um, and then it ended up being 4 nothing at the end of the first. Then Joey DeCord came in. Yeah. So Here's the thing with Murray. We're, we're stuck with them. We have him for four years, right? So he, he's had some bad games. We just got to hope he finds himself. But, man, like the he had some of these games out west early on, and it killed us. And this is one of those games again where you just look and I don't want to get too down on Murray because I know it's the easy thing to do, but those are just deflating goals. There's some, I don't know how to explain it any other way. It's you watch it and the way it goes in, the way that he let in is just, that is deflating. And you can just see the whole way the team responds. It's just deflating. Uh, I'm not saying you have to make amazing saves. I'm not saying, you know, any goalie can, a screen puck can get by them. That's just part of the game. You know, they're not perfect, but. Man, the ones he let in were bad. The early on ones. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it kills a team. Did you get a chance to see any of those, Cardinal? Um, I saw bits and pieces of several of them. I didn't see a whole game, but I was listening to quite a bit of it when I wasn't seeing it. Mm-hmm. I was also just making sure you're still there. You're really quiet. Sorry. Unusual well, for you. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> it was a good conversation. I didn't have anything to add to what you guys were saying. I didn't want to interrupt. Uh, yeah. So, and oh. you know, it's just for points on this game. Um, Nordstrom, Kachuk, and Brown, Anisimov again from Brandstrom and Norris. And Ryan Dezingle's first game back, and he got a goal uh, from Shabbat. So, and after the game? There was, and then after the game, so of course, Florida. Florida. Calgary wins the game 7-3, to three, dominating. So what better thing to do than fire your coach? <laughs> That's two. Yeah. Yeah. That's two. I don't know. And, why, and, why did they fire him? The, the, well, they're, Calgary's they're not playing well. They're a gong show. They're yeah, a gong show. So. We're not? We're not a gong <laughs> no, show. No. We're not no. a gong show. And like, this, and, is, and we, yeah. this is a team we, that's growing, and Matt Murray had a bad game, but the team playing in front of him had a bad game, too. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah. It was, it was just a bad, bad game. And, and like you can't uh, tell you that missing Mike Riley is the the reason as to this whole thing collapsing. No, I think part of it was because Mike Riley was missing that the defensive pairings were shuffled up a lot. 
Yeah. So I think that I think that at least a little bit of it has to be pointing at the you know players are playing with people they're not used to playing with. Yeah, but then he didn't adjust. They're young. He didn't adjust. Well, no, nobody, nobody like he had should, a fantastic He should have put game. Zaitsev back with, with, with Shabbat, moved Zub down with Colburn. I would, like, I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. I, I think that just because one player is out doesn't mean shuffle everybody. It's leave everybody who's with, who hasn't been affected and you, you play with what you're bringing in. Don't mess up everything. It's a little, uh, was it McLean or Clouston who used to do this all the time? Like put, put all the players in the blender and, you know, just see what, what you pour out and away you go. Oh, yeah, felt like that. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was, I think that's part of the problem, but it's, you know, it's, if we can beat Calgary really handily twice and then lose to them like this, it's any given night. Yeah. And with this team, it's going to be any given night. By the way, one little note about the six, uh, one win that we talked about that I forgot to mention. That was a penalty free game. Oh yes. Wow. That's right. Between the Kachats. And wow. it was the first time they've had a penalty game, um, in a penalty-free game in something like eight years. It was one of those weird things. I, I wrote <laughs> the it senators down, or I, the I, NHL, the Senators. Senators. Wow. Yeah. And and it's a game with two Kachucks playing in it that was penalty-free. Yep. <laughs> yep. Good point. <laughs> Figure that La- last out. game didn't look like that at all. But uh, no. Well, it, it was just one of those because like, I don't. Did we talk about this last? episode or was this just me and other conversations the difference between brady and matthew no we didn't we did not because like brady's a physical presence out there yep and like with matthew like what you saw matthew do with with um connor brown just jump him because brady was going after exactly yeah it was really weasley and of course because that's because brady was going after giordano who's like it's a good one-on-one battle and it started on a hockey play. So obviously he's not allowed to go and fight Brady. So he just grabbed Connor Brown and shook him around. Um, there was a lot of talk in regards to like with Calgary kind of falling apart, not being that great of a team right now. It's when you look at what Matthew's doing, it's very much of a, of a distraction as compared to what Brady does. So, like, if you go back to the whole Drew Doughty versus Matthew Kachuk stuff, or the Matt Cassian, Zach Cassian, Zach Cassian in Edmonton. Uh, yes, yeah, because Matt Cassian was our guy. (laughs) So Zach Cassian um, in Edmonton versus him last season, I think it was when he won fight. Um, and this year it's with Jake Muzzin getting the puck flipped at him and then him freaking out at the end of the game. So it's it's not that same physical play that, that we love about Brady. So yeah. there's been a, little, a lot of talk about a little bit different. Possibly, you know, is Calgary looking to get rid of Matthew? <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't seem that he's getting and I kinda wonder, well because of these things. You wonder if it's that or should we be worried about Brady going to play with Matthew in Calgary no. instead of us? No, I think they both go somewhere else instead. Well, true. <laughs> so, now what? What I still take Matthew, hands down. Yep. Hands oh down. yeah. The, again, depending on what the price is. There's there's a lot oh, yeah. of uh, there's a lot of outrage. Uh, well, not a lot. There's always a lot of rage, but 
<laughs> you know, there's a lot of comments you know, towards the senators that from fans that are frustrated that they're losing, and uh, on the, the the roster choices, right? Like, why are we benching Brent? Why are we keeping Brandstrom out of the game and bringing in Coburn or these kind of things, right? And uh, and I think there's some reason to be a, a little upset. I mean, at, at this point, though, it's like the only thing I do to keep my sanity is like, is this the winning season? No. Are we going to make the playoffs? I mean, do I want to make the playoffs? Of course. Are we going to need to? No. No. I don't think no. so. So, but how what great we, would it what be we, to be fourth? But yeah, what do we want to do? Like, do we want to develop? Do we want to play these young guys, give more time? Or do we want to give the, the guys that aren't going to be part of the picture and try to trade them off? Like, and I think that's the message that's not really clear. So, when you bench uh, a Brandstrom, just because like he had one bad shift. Well, I've seen the other guys that you're putting out all the time have bad shifts and you don't yeah, do this. Like, so because even like last game, it was Zeit Seven Colburn were terrible. Even Bruce was ripping on them at the intermission. Yeah. So I have a theory as to what's going on with the senators. Ooh, do you want to okay. hear it? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm always up for theories, especially if it's a good conspiracy. Well, here we go. Uh Cardinal may not get and this right. on. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Smith. (laughs) He's doubled over. (laughs) (laughs) This is like the Annie Kendrick video that you sent me for my birthday. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Amazing. There's probably I mean, only like two percent of our listeners will under, probably understand that reference. Oh, no, I'm sure it's bigger than that. But <laughs> yeah, he's still a sleeper cell leaf leaf guy. Is that what, what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, I <don't> know. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I don't know. Like this is another group of games that it's, and we forgot to check our schedules again, but. The young players seem to be driving the the points, like the goals and the assists. And yet these veterans that they've gotten are still eating up a lot of valuable ice time. And how how has Willannon missed seven straight games? Well Well Matt Murray's missed a few of them and he's been playing. <laughs> Ooh. Too soon? No, it's good. It was wow. Good. <laughs> I like it. I'm I'm okay with what's what the team has been doing, to be honest. Would I like them to be winning even more games than they are? Of course. Would I like to see fewer mistakes? Yes. But being the glass half full guy, um, Compared to the first 10 games of the season, are things better? Yes. Is there still work to do? Yes. Are there changes I'd still like to see? Yeah. That's where it gets tricky because sh- bring in um, uh, Christian Willannon, sure. Uh, bring him in, I mean, instead of Braden Coburn, since they both play left, okay. I'm good with that. Um. 
But as far as I, I, I was looking through, I, I was thinking about this as far as forwards, if you wanted to take it, who else would you want to take out at forward and who would you put in? And I kind of struggled with that one going, well, well now it's like we Belleville in? people that maybe you want to get a look at like, Formington or Brown or something like that, and 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 I don't know the answer to that. It's like well, Anisimov would be the one guy to come out that's easy to come out. Yes, and but honestly, Logan Brown that's is it. Logan Brown is not playing particularly well in Belleville yet. Now I mean, he's not dominating down there. Well, let's stop and think about this for a second. <laughs> Sorry, guys. he 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 played the other. The Belleville just started their season, and he missed a few games with an injury. He's basically played four games. In over a year, because he had a hand injury last year. He's basically played, I think it's, if my memory serves correctly, 18 games in two years. Because last year he had an injury. Well, last year, it's about that. I may be off by a few. But he he missed quite a bit of last season with an injury. And then the season was cut short. And then basically didn't play for a year. And he was hurt a little bit at the beginning. Not seriously, but hurt a little bit at the beginning of this season with getting ready. So he's really not played much hockey in almost two years. So... I want him to play in Belleville for the foreseeable future. I do not want him brought up. I don't because there's, there'll be too much pressure for him to, okay, this is your shot, make it happen. And if he can't do it in Belleville yet, which to be honest, according to, um, I only caught part of the game on the radio yesterday and only a very little bit of it today. They lost, um, today. Um, he hasn't been playing particularly well. Like he's not horrible, but he he's hasn't not... had that Josh Norris he's, type year. He should exactly. be dominant. Yeah. Yeah. He should be, but he's so out of practice. Like it's just not familiar because he hasn't played much in two years. And, and he hasn't put the work in. Well, it, even if he has Does put it... the work in, he hasn't played. Like you can work out as much as you want, but it's no, I, until yeah, you're I actually understand. playing the game. And, and getting into playing the game, especially on a regular basis, you're not going to be good at it. Right. But like he, needs to, he, needs to, he needs to get angry. He needs to see some fire. Like, Brown needs to see red. <laughs> but seeing red is one thing, but actually doing, seeing red is great, but doing, you know, getting into the mindset of being able to, this sounds really kind of strange, but being able to play without thinking about it. Like mm-hmm. be, having it become instinctive. Like if you haven't played golf in a couple of years, you still know how to play, but you're really rusty at it. So you get the ball, you miss, you throw the club, you scream. <laughs> you wrap it around a tree, you pull out another one. <laughs> but until you, like, it, it's almost like muscle memory. Anything that you do, like if, if I was to go and pick up a guitar, which I haven't played in much, I honestly haven't played a guitar in probably three years. I still know how to play, mm-hmm. but I would be really bad at it compared to my total ability for probably weeks, if not months, because I just haven't played much lately. So I don't want to see, I don't want to see Logan Brown brought up. I really don't. I want to see him stay in Belleville and play. Formington. Formington you can bring up, but again, where are you going to put him? So put him in nets. It's- <laughs> Have a look. <laughs> you could, um, but I mean, I'd like to see him play as well. But if he's he plays left wing, so it's going to be who are you going to take out? Dadnoff, Connor Brown, Dzingel, Stutzel. Connor Brown because he's cursed. He, the man cannot score. 
Yeah, on, it's, on a clear it's, it's hilarious. chance. It really yeah, he's is. he's struggling, and I and I know that, but I, I he I, well, I, he's, I, he's I wouldn't say that he's he's doing all the right things, but he's not getting the results. It's he's just not the finish. Yeah, so he's I, not getting that, the finish. I'm, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Russell, yeah. you know what to do. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did tell him that. By the way, <laughs> this is the Chris Kelly syndrome going on, and we need your help. <laughs> Make the pact. <laughs> I, I believe his comment was something along the lines of, "I'm not on the podcast anymore. It's up to you guys." <laughs> something like that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> That that's all right, I would, Canuck, it's up to you. <laughs> <I've> been, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you how that goes. <laughs> I was I was but I was thinking about this the other day and they were talking Just about the it. Logs a bit. Again. <laughs> <laughs> they they were talking about it a bit on the radio and, and their thoughts were kind of coinciding with the way I had been thinking. So I can't take complete credit for what I've just said, but it was a, sort of a combination of what was being talked about on the radio as well as what I was thinking about. So it, it's all well and good to say you want to see these players brought in, but where are you going to put them to give them, you know, a reasonable chance of having any sort of success? So let let Belleville do Belleville, and if this team is not winning every single game, okay. I, I honestly, I'm okay with that. As long well, as Belleville players... can't even do Belleville, they got to do Ottawa because they're playing. <laughs> well, they're the playing Canadian in Ottawa Center, but the Belleville team. Oh, des frustrants des fois. <laughs> I've got to get these in. <laughs> D'accord. Now, yes, okay, fine enough. That's fine. Um, anything else you really want to talk about with the Senators? I mean, Tim Stutzel was named Rookie of the Month for February. Yep. Good on. That's him. cool. That's They'll keep him in the conversation. Yeah, but there's some like 29 year old in Minnesota or something. 26. Like, 20, oh, 23. 23. 23. Is he 23? 20, is he 20 oh, 23. Something? Sorry, yes, 23. Yeah. yeah. But he's he's scoring well, but he's also twenty three, not eighteen. So I'd like yeah. to talk about he's also Ryan not Dezingle. playing with the Ottawa Senators. Sure. So we <laughs> we we traded. We got Ryan Dezingle back. So sorry, who was the player we sent away? It was that important to me? <laughs> exactly. Cedric um, Paquette. Was, and so Paquette and, and Galchenyuk. who's now with the Toronto Maple Leafs. So Paquette. <laughs> okay. Can't say with straight face. Uh, Paquette <laughs> Pack gets it. sent down to <laughs> Carolina. Pack it and go to Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. And he's playing See, like now the next you know day. what it's like with the puns. <laughs> now, now he's doing it. The he's playing like the next day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ryan Zingle comes up to Canada, <laughs> sitting in the Brook Street with his wife and <laughs> He has to sit in the Brook Street Hotel for two weeks. weeks. And he's they not didn't playing. Didn't even get him a stationary bike. So not only is this two week quarantine up, he has to suddenly has to get game ready again. So mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. So it's like well, granted, that sucks. You know, you, up, yeah. Uh, it's uh, the quarantine uh, rules. Different country, yep. different rules. It's, it's not the two week quarantine that I'm upset about because I understand that's the world we're in right now. But although it's kind of funny that they're not doing it the other way, but that's you know that's every country has the rules. Uh, it, it's the, like, they didn't set him up for a position to succeed in quarantine so that when he's out of it, he could start contributing right away. I thought yeah. he had exercise equipment in his room. He had something, did he not? Well, he had, they, a, they brought he had, had, like he had a laptop to do Zoom meetings. I thought he had a, a bike as well. Did he? Okay, well, I for, hope For so. cardio. Yeah. 
I hope so. Must be a pretty nice sized room if you got room for space for that kind of thing. They're, they're it didn't not. look like it. They're not. No, it really I mean, they're nice like rooms, it. but it's a hotel room at the end of the day. Yeah. Wow. It's like, you'd think that they'd be able to at least, okay, like the team's getting me this. It's like, I better get a suite on my own. Because he makes like five or three, four million dollars a year. Who knows? Right? <laughs> like, can I just get the upgrade, please? <laughs> yeah. Put that well, you'll have to be, you have to pay it, the extra on your own. Again, oh. $3 million. Can't say. It's probably worth it. True. Those Fabergé but eggs are not cheap. Nuts. They're not going to buy themselves. Okay. <laughs> um, the other senator's news was um, Philip Schlappick's contract was uh, canceled. I thought yep. that was interesting. Because um, he was, and I mean, that's a player who I had actually hopes for. And he was down in, well, down in Belleville. I know they're here, but we'll just geographically, we'll say down in Belleville. And I mean, I think he was a bit of a victim of all the veterans being brought in instead of giving him a chance to play up here with all the other players who were brought in. And is there space on the roster right now for him the way that it's designed? Not really, unless you could take Anisimov off and put him in, but they didn't. So he's gone and he's not under contract anymore. Yeah. So, and the other thing with that too, is because they're not playing in Belleville. So all of those players are staying at the Brook street for the year. Mm-hmm. So do you want to stay in a hotel alone all year for $70,000? Or do you want to go to Europe? Knowing that like, cause next year Pinto might be making the team. Is mm-hmm. there room service? Yeah, but still. It's like that it, it, for seventy thousand dollars a year. It's really not worth it. Hmm. Now, we, we, can, we can, yeah, we can talk about Chalapic or Logan Brown, Rudolph Balsers. Yeah, well, there's. I was just going to go there because he's gone okay. too. Because he was on waivers and he's gone. Yep, two and goals, I, four assists, six points in ten games with uh, San Jose. Hmm. Well. The problem with having so many young players are all around the same age. It's hard to fit them all in. And that was, I was upset when that one, when he left, but yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. I was, and I, I think rightfully so, because that's an asset that yeah. just got picked off. And I mean, I understand that's the nature of waivers, but it's still frustrating. Mm-hmm. You wave. Bye-bye. On well, the same way, like looking at the, did we really need to give a fourth round pick for Josh Brown when you had Christian Yaros? Well, yeah, we've we discussed that one. We we yeah. know my feelings on that. So, looking at the summer because the draft was great. Pierre Dorian did a great great job at drafting. He picked the guy Again, that Los Angeles didn't pick. He got Zub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got well. No, but even the other rounds, like we've got a goalie now that's really good. Yeah, no, um, I mean Sanderson that. should be per- pretty good for the team. Um, because we need the shutdown defenseman, even though the other one's like really, really dynamic, but there's so many of that that you can get. Um, so they did a really good job in regards to the draft. And we got Zub. Austin Watson's a good trade. It's, it's not a big trade, but it's a good one. Everything else has been a disaster. Well, it makes you wonder a little bit about um, uh, our professional pro scouting versus amateur scouting, yeah? Yep. 
Yep. Like if we knew that. Uh, Who is our pro scout? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> There's more than one. There is more than one. So, oh, I'm sure there is, but. but I'm I'm like, how's Dorian not doing it or double checking it? Because he's watching all the games, right? While he watches the the, the, the games that the Sens play, he should be don't getting know. a report. So, yeah, I don't know. Because there's also of those defensemen you you just mentioned, there's there's one you didn't mention, uh, and that's Jacob Bernard Docker. That's another one who's coming. Hmm. From the, oh yeah, right. from the uh, University of North Dakota Senators. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we got so, the mayor there already. So, yeah, Bochensky. Bochensky. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bochensky. Bro, no, Bochensky. The Twitter we use. Brandon Bochensky. So, well, as much as we criticize Dorian for some things, here's a question for you. And this came up, I don't know, about a week ago. I saw it on Twitter, and I thought it was a really good Twitter question. I'm going to give you four contracts, current, and you get to figure out which is the worst one. Mm-hmm. Okay? First one is Jeff Skinner, making $9 million a year until 2024-2025. The second one is Carey Price, making $10.5 million a year until 2025-2026. The third one is Sergei Bobrovsky making $10 million until 2025-2026. And the last one is Eric Carlson making eleven and a half until 2026-2027. Yeah, I think the best one on there is Carey Price, because even though he's super yeah. expensive, it's, he's still it's producing. Price. It's Carey Price. And unfortunately, I think the worst one is Eric Carlson. Nope. It's Bob. Is it Bob? Because you know what? Give it a year, and the Eric Carlson contract will be the insurance company's issue. Ah... Because his problem is he got injured again and again. Constantly. Well, his ankle is fused to his leg. Yeah. But those are, that's that's four pretty hefty contracts. And uh, Jeff Skinner has been scratched. $9 million a year. He's been scratched. Yeah, but it's Buffalo, right? Like, it's Buffalo. If you're getting scratched from Buffalo. They also scratched Eichel. Yeah, like you're scratching some of your best players on your team. Yeah, but that's... I mean, Skinner always lights Ottawa up every time you play him. Yeah. We, we got video going here, and I can just see Pan's headphone cord rubbing against his microphone. Like, I can actually hear it a little bit there, too. Okay, fine. I'll hold <laughs> it out like this for the rest of the week. It's like... <laughs> Listen, it's, it's, it's free. So. <laughs> no, it's like because what is it? Because he he benched Jeff Skinner for th- at least three straight games. Uh, well, I was going to say two. It may have been a third. I I'm think it was sure. three. Okay. Skinner. And then Jack Isle was was injured, but then Michael ended up saying he's like, "No, I wasn't hurt." Yeah, no nobody could hear you air so, quotes on that, but I did see them. <laughs> injured. Yeah. So it's um. Yeah, and then he comes out after. He says, like, I wasn't hurt. I could have played. So it's general Buffalo dysfunction there. Mm. So He had a really good uh, thing coming up here on the, on the to talk about. That's the expansion draft and who to protect. 
I have man, has it ever changed since what I thought it would be at the beginning of the year? I have mm-hmm. I haven't made a list to be completely honest. I'm sorry no, I, I didn't get a chance either. to do that. We might have to put that off until next week. So hey, listeners, yeah. think about this for the next time we're we're broadcast we're recording, which will be a, we didn't check our schedule, so we can't give you a date at the end of this one. But it'll be for our next our next recording session. Send us your thoughts on the what you would protect right now, and I'll have to go back and listen to what we re, what we said last year because I know we disagreed. Um, but how many forwards to get six? Seven. Seven forwards, three defensemen, and one goalie. Or eight skaters? Is that the rule? Or eight skaters, that's right. Yeah. So three, seven, three, and one, or eight and one. Is this so, the year we go eight? I don't know. I'm going to have to look. I'm going to have to look very carefully. <laughs> what four defensemen do you want to protect? <laughs> <laughs> Who are eligible? Uh, that's the other thing. Make sure I you're need not to trying protect to protect somebody. Branson. Even though, he, even though he's a UFA. Yeah. <laughs> Braden Colburn, without question. <laughs> but which goalie do you protect? I mean, that's another question you can think about. Which goalie yeah. do you want yeah, to protect? I'll let that go for now. Well, exactly. I mean, is there, who, who, who needs protection? Murray, Decord, well, Hogberg. One of the, like, none of those are exempt? So you do have to protect None of those, those are exempt. Yeah, you have to protect. They're, they're all eligible. So that's when you start going, okay, who do I protect or who do I want to protect, but think they won't take. So I'll protect somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's where the game comes in. Yeah. Um, yeah. We should do, I will, yeah, so I, I will do this do for, our, for next. yeah, I'll do that for our next one. I'm sorry. I didn't get a chance. I didn't actually see that on our list. Um, so I didn't, I didn't contemplate it. I so. think we all, well, as an example, I think we all thought Colin White was who the be hell is exposed. Clark Bishop. You see, I was getting there. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, Because I was wondering the same question. So, Um, okay, uh, sorry, sorry about goalies, though. It's the the way that things are going. Do you even qualify uh, Marcus Hogberg? I don't know. I'd have to wait for him to come back and play. And then you see. He's a... Like it's short. Yeah, he's an RFA with arbitration rights, but let him... I I mean, he'll come back, and when he Mm -hmm. does come back, we'll see how he can play. It's really that simple. We don't know. And I'm not willing to pass judgment on how he's played so far because when he when he was playing before he got hurt, the team wasn't playing very well. And he wasn't either. I'm not sugarcoating that. But the team in front of him wasn't playing very well either. <clears throat> yeah. But we so, also have Gustafson and Mandelisi and Solgard and... Uh, but Gustafson and Mandelisi are both entry-level. They're exempt. Y- yes. Expansion draft-wise, but just contract-wise. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to put all these goalies next year? Well, I actually don't have a problem with whoever goes and the the way that things are going right now. Like, yeah, pick whatever goalie. I don't know. We'll have to think about that one, though. Mm-hmm. It's a great question, and we'll have to we'll do that one in our next episode. I gotta but. believe, gotta believe, Murray. I mean, he, he has to turn it around. I so, believe he will. So I, I mean, will, I think like he's going to be though. the pick, but that you protect. But man, that sucks. I understand it's, why it's you bad. might. It's bad. It's bad. Like he needs a, uh, a what do you call it, a sports psychologist coach. I'm sure uh, he's already got one too. Yeah. Well, but like the, the, at this point, with the way that he's playing, this is where you you really actually need to pull him away. Like put him, put him up he, in a hotel for two weeks. Did, did he play last game? Yes, he played in the last game. He the got first period, though, right? Yes. Yeah, first period. So they don't play again till Sunday, and then again on Monday. 
So if it were me, it'd just be like hard practice with whoever, either the, either the goalie coach or whatever. And you give him the start on Edmonton in, in Monday, and he's got three days of practice. Whatever you do, do not have the eggs at the hotel in Edmonton. Oh, God. <laughs> I seem to recall you guys had a problem with the eggs at the hotel. One of you did, specifically. No, we both did. No, we both, oh, did. both did. I, oh, okay. I powered through. <laughs> Literally. <Frig. laughs> they powered through you. Who knew that your internal system had a self-clean button? It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> quality podcast. Moving on from the senators, I, I think we've. I don't have too much else to talk about with them. I don't. <laughs> Do think. you have an answer to my who the who the hell is Clark Bishop? No. Oh, sorry. That's right. I don't. I was looking at. The, he's listed on our taxi squad. <laughs> is he the guy we got back in the trade for? Um, uh, for who? That's what I'm trying to remember. He he came from Carolina with Zingle. We had a guy with Zingle. Well, he was originally signed by Carolina. I think he was part of that trade, wasn't he? He was traded for Lajoie. That's why he was. Oh yes, 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 yes. See, there's another defenseman we could be thinking about, not just Yaros. Yep. So. Sanderson. Come on, Sanderson. We we need him badly. Mm-hmm. Like we need well, Shane Pinto and Sanderson up badly. The other two like JBD and uh the other guy. I want to say Castle, um, not Castle. Uh, no, Cleveland? Cleveland. Cleveland. So they they can play in the AHL next year, that's for sure. I think the I think at least I don't think Sanderson and, and Cleveland, their first their first year uh at North yeah, Dakota, but I, I, Sanderson is quality. He is, yeah, look, but he you, may choose to stay there. Look, you can go back and get your degree anytime you want to, but how many chances are you going to get to play hockey in Ottawa? Well, well, Belleville. Hard to say. Canada's capital. Yeah, well, because that team's going to get depleted badly. In the heart of Canada's capital. Yeah. I also want their captain. <laughs> At the Whoever the UND captain is, because he's like 20... Because he's 20, 21 years old, so he, he's past the draft age. So it's like, this guy would be a great pickup for the AHL. But anyways, I, I digress. Mm. Um, other, other news, well, lots of news from around the league, other than the Senators are getting coaches fired left, right, and center. That's good news in, in and of itself, just because it's fun. We're, we're, coming, we're coming for you, Dave Tippett. <laughs> they just lost three games against the Oilers or against the uh, the Leafs, and we're going to play them three games in a row. Ew. Yeah, I wonder, wonder Dave, what the record Dave is. Tip it, you're on. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you um, you noted that you wanted to talk about uh, the outdoor games at Lake Tahoe, which was a bit of a show. So apparently, I can't believe it's been this long since we last recorded. So apparently, because um, it was a disaster, like they had to delay the game by like six hours to get the ice fixed. So well, it was just location. too warm. You were toe picking everywhere, and yeah. <laughs> without a toe pick, it's like yeah. <laughs> and like because there's, I saw one screen or one video of the player like digging out the ice with his hockey stick. Yeah, and it's like Oops. this whole sick felt or fit in the groove. 
which is absolutely the right right idiot for that. Apparently, the um, the viewership was through the roof. Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, so I, like, I mean, oh. it was very scenic. <laughs> it was very scenic. I guess they wanted to do Lake Louise, but they couldn't get uh, all the government regulations, so they went with Lake Tahoe. Well, it would have been much more awkward to do up at Lake Louise, yeah. With all the fog. <laughs> it's always fog, well, you know. But also just trying to get everybody through quarantine and then up to get it set up. Well, that's, uh, You that's can play Calgary, right? Alberta. Uh, Calgary, well, Edmonton. Yeah. No, no, I mean the people to make the ice. Oh, yes. It's Canada. The weather makes the ice. <laughs> Especially these Well, at Lake Louise, I, yeah, you wouldn't... The artificial... Uh, refrigeration system wouldn't be quite so needed up there to be certain and you're up right. in the mountains so it's pretty much always cold and snowy up there but of course with our luck not so much um the other uh the other big news around the league was um the uh the death of uh the hockey dad the hockey dad uh walter gretzky yeah. um died uh, was it yesterday or the day before yeah well, I can't, late last night very very recently at least Mm-hmm. And um, it, I found it really, really interesting reading um, Twitter, and, and everybody had a story. And I mean, that's what makes it really cool. Is Walter Gretzky was always known as being a very easygoing, relaxed guy who always had time for people. A bit of a Jean Beliveau without actually being a hockey player. He was the hockey dad mm-hmm. instead, and he was so, so beloved by everybody. And everybody had a great story about him. I think my favorite was Bob McKenzie that was talking about the fact, I think it was Bob McKenzie, that he really, um, Walter Gretzky really liked taking photos. And one day he was taking photos in the lobby of a hotel, of a fountain. And he was so engrossed in taking the photos that he walked right into it. (laughs) (laughs) And turned around, laughed, and kept taking photos. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Like, that's just a cool thing to do. There's, There's nothing else to say about it than that. Um. Did you want to talk about anything else in particular? We have a couple of notes to talk so, about. But. Well, Brent Seabrook yes. has now retired. Sorry, mm. injured. He's injured. He's not retired. So he's completely done now. I don't know if he was playing at all this year because it's in a different division. And just no time to follow. Trying to find Chicago here. Okay. So they're, they're always a cap team. And this will free up because his contract – Six point eight seven five. Six point eight seven five for the next four years. Four years. And he was already thirty five years old. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So welcome to the Arizona Coyotes, Brent Seabrook. Yeah. Um It'll be warm there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he played only thirty two games last year, hasn't played at all this year. Okay. I, th- I think he ended up getting like both of his legs removed and put back in. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head here. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Wow. Like, you know, like the action figures, he just popped the legs off. <laughs> so. Well, he's been hurt <sighs> for quite some time. So. Yeesh. Yeah. Lots of, lots of, uh, if you look at the number of long-term injured reserve players for, uh, Chicago right now, they have six a lot. Yeah. with a total hit of $26 million. Oh my God. <laughs> that's got to be probably close to what Ottawa's spending in dollars. Uh, it's t- can someone clarify what this note is about Panarin? Oh, 
He oh. took a leave of absence uh, from the Rangers because a story was published about him um, abusing a woman, physically abusing a woman, quite some number of years ago. And everybody from his own team to people from the team that he was playing on in Russia at the time have all come out and said, nah, it's, he's not like that. This is a fabrication. And it's a fabrication because uh, Panarin has been a vocal, supporty, vocal supporter of, oh, I'm derping on his name, uh, no. Navalny. Navalny? Navalny? Oh, the the, the opposition, the, the other guy, the the Russian opposition leader who's now in jail. Of him, but of the movement specifically, or anti-Putin, more specifically, anti -Putin. I guess you could say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So basically, it's been put forward that this story, or put out, as they call it, yeah, um, is a um, is a fabrication from the That's Putin three. supporter side of things. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's not like, oh, he's got to take a leave of absence to like handle the fact that he's being accused of of assaulting someone. It's like, no, it's like you need to take a leave of absence so, so that you're not trackable. And you might yeah. want to get your family out of Russia. Mm. <laughs> Yikes. So yeah, yeah, scary, scary, scary stuff. Speaking of, your, your next point. <laughs> the University of Saskatchewan? Yes. Oh, yeah. So Mike I, I, didn't Babcock, I didn't understand the second point of this, so you go with that. <laughs> what did I write? Oh, yes. Yeah, so Mike Babcock is now doing a volunteer position at the University of Saskatchewan. Oh, he's not getting paid for it. He's no. volunteering? Yeah. Well, he doesn't need the money. He's still getting paid $5 million a year. So, but this is the only option that he's got at this point. Right. Now, he did a sit-down interview where he denies that he's a bully. Um, where, because we, of course, saw a, a lot of the stories from, from like, especially Johan and Franz and who's in PTSD over him. And a lot of the psychological abuse that he, he gave to his players. And he's like, nope, that's not me. I'm not a bully because I've got a wife and kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Being a bully gets um, breeded out, apparently. So yeah, so it's um, it was not a good look on him, and I don't. I hopefully, th hopefully, he doesn't make it back to the NHL. Well, we'll see with the number. You, you never know with again, the number. Of Sean teams Burke. <laughs> Sean Burke is the new director of. What was it? What's his new title? Direct. Yeah, but it's, he's not the goaltending coach. It's the director of goaltending, which is I'm. I was wondering if it was that the direct, like the director of player personnel subcategory goaltending, assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> well, this this is another um, Montreal Canadiens change where they they let go their director of goaltending. Director of goaltending. Yeah, and yeah. they replaced him with Sean Burke. And I don't know what that position does because I've never heard of one it, before. It, it's it's goalie coach, but he's not the goalie coach. That's somebody else. No, they fired him. No, they direct. They fired their director of goaltending. It's two different people. I'm pretty sure Canadians fire goalie coach Stefan Waite. Appoint Sean Burke. 
Oh. So they just gave him a different title, and for some reason, my work is blocked to ESPN. <laughs> You're doing well. You've been tonight. flagged. <laughs> I, I'm using like four screens right now. So, <laughs> like, oh yeah, okay. Flag working. me that I'm I'm online. Well, actually, that'd be misappropriation of equipment. So, never mind. <laughs> uh, there you go. Flag. Okay, never mind. <laughs> it's like, but I'm, okay. doing, I'm misappropriating it on my own time. Hmm. So. Anything else you want to talk about? I think we covered pretty much everything. Yeah. No, not hockey wise. Okay. Well, uh, anybody want to grind their gears? Pan, you'll have the week to come coming up. You know what really grinds my gears? Oh, no, I used that one last time. Okay. I can't really think of anything. Canuck? Uh, Well, stress. (laughs) Grinds my gears. I'll go and uh, get some uh, some tips to share with the listeners here. But uh, you know what? It, uh, this one came to mind when I was thinking of it before the we started. It, and Penny relate to this. Everybody's working at home and these kind of more office type jobs, right? And there's so many more of these Zoom or WebEx or whatever platform meetings, right? And the default meeting length in the industry of a typical <laughs> corporation, it seems to be 60 minutes. So you have back to back to back to back to back meetings. You have no time to even use the bathroom if you don't take a break, right? And step away from the meeting. So normalize like 45 minute meetings. So you have a chance to catch up in between and uh, to do those things or to get a bite to eat or whatnot. Uh, Cause you know, there's really, there's only a few meetings where you need that full hour a lot of times you're just wasting things. A lot of times the first 10 minutes are just like waiting for people to show up because you have back to back to back hour long meetings. So that's annoying. No, I, that, that definitely I, I did one with someone and because of course they're, they're not used to it. So at the end of the meeting, they just stood up and walked away from the computer. <laughs> <laughs> I think you talk about that. It's like, I'll, I'll turn this off now. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see what might happen also next. Like, well, yeah, it's just like, how oh, such a waste of time. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm still here because <laughs> I, I, I've had it again. Granted, it's been very positive with my clients, but because there's been times that, of course, like it, there's always that delayed it to shut down. Yeah, it's like sometimes it's like, well, that was really good. It's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mentioned stress, and uh, you guys, I shared with you what kind of happened in my family a couple of weeks ago, but there's other things that have been going on too, like with work and, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and all kinds of stuff. And it, it caught up to me uh, a couple a uh, week or mm-hmm. so ago, and I'm still going through it. Uh, like just, you know, the, the, whether stress can become from good things and come from bad things, it can come from responsibilities, but the, the human mind can only take so much. Right. And all of a sudden you, you get too much and you get like physical, uh, reactions, like, I caught myself like getting really irritable and, and uh, even like screaming at the cat at one point. Cause you know, he was being a, a dick, but that's another story. But you know, like, <laughs> you're, you're cats cat are a dick. Yeah. No. <laughs> Ask Russell about cats being like that. Yeah. Ask him sometime, but get off the roof. How did you get there? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But I, I want to so share something for our listeners. Uh, Cause I, I'm sure that, uh, uh, you know, it's along the stress lines, but uh, this is actually a pro tip because a lot of us have been missing travel, right? And I know, Pan, you've been missing travel. I've been missing travel. And there's different ways to deal with that. Uh, 
One thing I think is really clever, and I really, really recommend this, is it, like, for example, I'm going to use myself. Like, uh, let's say you're really excited to go to Disney World or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Go to YouTube, and I guarantee you there's, like, people, there's videos of people just walking around. Say you missed New York. I bet you can find, like, 4K video just walking around Times Square, whatever it is. Ottawa Airport. It's just someone walk around the Ottawa Airport. Get the ones that don't have commentary, like you know, hi there, click on like and subscribe, and oh, what do we see over here? Not that stuff. They're just the one. It's just a video. They're walking through, or if you miss Chicago and just walking around downtown Chicago, or if it's Epcot Center and you just want to walk around there, you just turn on and it. It's pretty good. Yeah, you can just sit and watch, and it will bring back memories and. Even, like I say, even just the airport or something like that, that that's not as fun. But, you know, it, the fact is there's videos of everything, of people yeah. just walking around. And, and it's... Uh, or it's, or people doing things that you miss doing. I, I actually got uh, yeah. pulled into a th- uh, like a whole chain of watching people um, sitting in the front row of a roller coaster. Oh, I and love that. filming yeah, yeah. that. So yeah. you watch mm-hmm. the whole thing going on. And, and I found myself actually almost like, tensing for a left turn suddenly <laughs> like, i'm not even on this thing <laughs> yeah because the video recording quality is so good like you can mm-hmm. get these 4k or higher now videos so uh, you know if there's a roller coaster you wish man i wish i could go ride that again well i guarantee there's a video for it in the front seat and you can watch it and bring back memories. For sure. yeah it's not perfect but uh, it it it, it does helps. help i've yeah. done it where i've like pans last week was talking about grinding gear these open concept kitchens well i have an open concept kitchen <laughs> Uh, but so like when I'm preparing a meal, I'll actually turn on this video of like, you know, someone just walking around Disney world and it's just the background noise, the nice sunny picture. And I'm not really paying attention to it. It's just kind of ambience. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Or, or the, uh, uh, somebody who sets up a video camera on a beach somewhere and you just yeah. you hear the wind in the trees and you that see kind of the, stuff. The, the, the waves coming in. It can be very relaxing. I agree. What grinds my gears is. It's one particular word that I just can't abide, but I'll get to that in just a second. If if something is, um, if somebody has been radicalized, it means they've become a radical, right? They they weren't, and they they become one, so they become radicalized. Yes. Okay. If something used to be fairly benign and now it's become bad, you can call it demonized. Something is demonized. demonized yeah. Okay. The word that I hear so much in the media right now referring to people as a minority is racialized. The racialized community. Like, yeah. They, they didn't become racial. They already are. So, why are you using this word for the racialized community? It's not. It's a minority community. It's a particular race in a minority. It's something like that, but it's not racialized. That word makes we have now received our race. Yeah, exactly. You didn't suddenly become something. You already were, (laughs) and it's it's so prevalent, and it's being so used to as the as the new word to denote a minority. And I mean, I'm I'm white. I know that I'm not a minority, unless you count the fact that I'm an anglophone from Montreal, which (laughs) I am, (laughs) and I'm a minority when I'm there, but. It, the word, it just drives me absolutely insane to hear this word used constantly incorrectly. It's a made-up word that is totally incorrect. And it just really, really makes me grind my teeth or my gears, depending on where you're going. All right. 
Japan. Are you ready for the week to come? Yep. Good. So, think no Sunday because of course why would the Sunday? Why would the auto? That's April. No, that's March. Okay. Why would the Ottawa Senators ever play on a Saturday again? Yeah, so, that's for the Toronto fans. Yep. So Sunday in Calgary. Um, what time of day? Get nine thirty local. Oh, really? And then we've got three in Edmonton Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Nine thirty local. Nine. Yep. Oh, no, local not, here. Well, nine thirty for us. Nine thirty Eastern. Oh, thank goodness. Yep. United so, and yawn. So then we've got three games against Edmonton where you can get Dave Tippett fired. And then we'll see when we come back. But then we play Toronto once. And then we play Vancouver twice. And then maybe we can get um, Travis Green fired. Because <laughs> Vancouver is also struggling. We're trying to collect the whole set. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that's good. I like there it. There you go. <laughs> we play Winnipeg yet? Because they've been Paul Maurice has been in there for a while. Fireized, yeah, yeah. fireized, <laughs> sensationalized. Hey, you know what? You know what? Our last game of the season is against Winnipeg, and Paul Maurice has been there for a while. You never know. Can't say. That's. It... <laughs> Could you imagine we just wipe out the whole division? <laughs> hey, you got to be good at something. We figured out what we're good at. Not necessarily the penalty. <laughs> Not necessarily the penalty coach. kill, but we're get really good at getting coaches fired. The psyche of other <laughs> so there's lots of games coming up. They're going to be all. There a lot of them are going to be late, but we'll do the best we can to follow them. And we don't know when we're coming back because we forgot to talk about that before we started recording. But we're doing pretty well at the week to ten days interval, so it shouldn't be too long. I would say we'll have to see. Y- yeah, all yeah. All depends My on how. Dies right now. Now. Yeah. So instead of being sanitized, we're. Sanitized. Sanitizing. Yeah. We're sanitizing the league? <laughs> sanitizing the league. <laughs> or at least the North Division. All right. So we'll be back at some point. I keep saying that because that's what I used to say all the time. Um, until <laughs> Who knows? Then, exactly. Until then, thank you all very much for listening. On behalf of Fan and Canuck, I'm Cardinal. Good night. Night. Smith. Oh,